Hey, hey, this is episode 13 of Be Electric with me, Jodie Shield. I'm a performance and leadership coach, a self-improvement author, I'm a TEDx speaker and a digital entrepreneur. And every week I'm bringing you a world expert in human performance or health optimization or a key theme, key message that's going to help you unlock the best version of yourself. Yes, even in lockdown, especially in lockdown. And in this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about triggers and I'm going to share my top tools to address your triggers. And I know that this is a big one for most of you at the moment from the amount of DMs and emails I've been getting from you. Now, most of you are feeling triggered. If it's not Instagram that's triggering you, if it's not your partner, it's your kids or work colleagues or the delivery man, or if like me, it is the random person on the street who'd yelled at you to socially isolate when you were out with your partner. That really happened to me a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't hold it against her because instantly I felt like she was shouting to me from a place of fear and I get it, people are scared. So let's do this, let's talk about triggers because my intention is to help you change your whole experience of lockdown because we might be in here for a little while and so let's do whatever we can to enhance our experience. So I hope that you enjoy the next half an hour or so and if you do please subscribe Please share with friends and family, especially when we're talking about triggers. Share with people who trigger you, share with people who are feeling triggered, and let's help as many people as we can. You can also head over to jodyshield.co.uk and check out the show notes. And I've created a free meditation download to support you at the moment to stay centered and feel supported and boost your resilience during this COVID-19 outbreak and beyond. So you can head to the top link in my bio on Instagram to download it, or you can head over to the website, jodyshield.co.uk. So my first question to you, and it might be a bit of a weird one if you haven't been following me before, but my first question is to ask yourself, am I 100% here right now? Am I 100% in my life right now? Am I 100% in this experience right now? If that's a weird question to some of you, let me explain. When we're going through a weird time, chances are we have checked out a little bit. So what that means is that we've become a bit absent from the experience and the more we can be in experiences in life or the more we can be 100% in to the experience in life, even if it's uncomfortable, awkward or troubling or uncertain, which is what's happening in this case, if we can still be 100% in the experience, then we're going to transform through it much, much faster. The other thing is that you know that I'm going to talk about triggers, which is sometimes an icky conversation to have. I mean, it shouldn't be because you know by now I'm going to teach you some tools that are going to help you face your triggers and move through them and transform them. However, sometimes the mere mention of the word triggers makes people feel uncomfortable. So 
If you are feeling uncomfortable by the word trigger, then ask yourself, am I 100% here right now? So what I'm going to talk to you a little bit about is what's actually going on when you feel triggered. So that's the first thing I'm going to talk to you about. And then I'm going to take you through some common examples of being triggered and what you do to move through that trigger. Now, I want you to think about what triggers you. What triggers you? Is it your relationship sometimes, your marriage, your kids? Is it someone that you're following on Instagram? Is it your boss? Is it work colleagues? Is it the house you're in? Is it the environment you're in? Is it generally what's going on at the moment with all the uncertainty? Or is it all of the above? I want you to, in a moment, have a think about your key triggers because one of the best ways through being triggered or through this is to get super, super aware of what it is that triggers you, what it is that triggers you and how you're feeling when you feel triggered. It's really good to understand more about yourself, to be a bit of a detective and get really super clear on what it is that triggers you and how you feel in that moment. It's really important, actually. Let's talk about what a trigger is, psychologically speaking, because it will help you understand yourself a bit better. Some of you might know this already. It's good to repeat the knowledge, though. It's really good to talk over things a couple of times until it really sinks in as a concept. Okay, so psychologically speaking, a trigger... A trigger is something which activates an emotional memory in your subconscious. And remember that your subconscious is the part of the mind or the brain that you don't regularly get access to. It's the part that's tucked away out of sight. So a good analogy of the subconscious and conscious part of the brains are the, the iceberg analogy. So think of an iceberg and its peak, which is popping up through the water and you see the peak but that's a tenth, maybe a twentieth of the iceberg. The rest of it's underneath the water. The bit that's underneath the water represents your subconscious. It's the part of yourself that you can't see, you can't access all the time. Unless you're in a particularly powerful meditation or you are being hypnotized or you're receiving therapy, a powerful form of therapy, and there are other ways that you can access the subconscious. But the ordinary person is not able to do that all the time. And so you go through life and things are hitting you left, right and centre and triggering you left, right and centre. And the thing is that you might have accepted that that's just how my life is. It's just how my life is that my partner upsets me or my kids trigger the hell out of me or whatever. You might just believe that that's how it is because most people think it's normal to feel the emotional responses or reactions. And it is normal, however, it doesn't need to be. And the reason why we think it's normal actually is because it happens to us a lot. We feel triggered a lot in our lives. So although it might feel like the norm to you, it doesn't need to be. 
I'm here to say that it's 100% possible to address what is triggering you, understand it more, transform it or process your way through the associated emotions. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how you do that or the basics of moving through your triggers in a moment. But let's think of an example. The first one that springs to mind always is a relationship. A relationship, especially in lockdown when you're in the same vicinity. You're in the same house, you're in the same room. You're closer than usual. So you're gonna be feeling the pressure to get on, to work together, to coexist in some kind of, in inverted commas, harmony or not. So let's look at your relationship for a moment. If you're not in a relationship, then think about a previous or past relationship that you've been in and uh, get connected to the memories of that and it will apply. So if you're a busy mum, let's say, right now you'll be juggling kids, you'll be juggling the work. If you're a working mum and maybe you're seeing clients, maybe you are on the phone to business businesses or business people and maybe you're being the housekeeper and you're having to clean the house and hoover up and make the beds and read kids stories and you're, you're dealing with a lot at the moment. Now it's like 7pm at night, your husband walks in from being in his office down the corridor or the bedroom or wherever he is working from and he immediately goes, hey love, how's dinner getting on? And in that moment you pop. He's just tipped you over the edge. What? Can you not see that I'm juggling everything right now? Like everything, kids, stories, feeding them. And what are you doing? Not that much as far as I can see. So you have a row, you explode, he walks out, that's it. So what do we do in that situation? How do we move forward? I'm going to share some tools, as I mentioned, but first, let's have a, a little look at what might be going on in that moment, psychologically speaking. So he walks into the kitchen and he asks about dinner. And in that moment, you're already overwhelmed. You're already over capacity. Your brain is combusting at the moment. And uh, it could be also that you're reminded of something in the past. Well, you are definitely being reminded of something in the past in that moment, but it could be a few different things. For example, in that moment where your husband comes in and asks you about dinner, you might be reminded of a moment in your childhood where you witnessed mum and dad arguing over the very same thing. Your mum might have been working really hard to support you and your brothers and sisters and your dad like walked into the kitchen at that time and then they yelled at each other because they are both stressed out and overworked and overwhelmed. And so the argument and witnessing your parents arguing will have been traumatic to you. It would have felt painful. And in that moment, you might have suppressed the memory and the pain because you couldn't have dealt with it when you were little. You didn't know how to process it. You didn't know how to move through it. So in that moment where your husband then comes in, you're being reminded, triggered of that emotionally uncomfortable trauma that happened to you when your mum and dad were arguing way, way back in your past. 
Another example of what may be happening to you in that moment that your husband comes in and asks about dinner is like maybe maybe at school you were an A-grade student, maybe you were in the sports team, maybe you were in all the school plays, maybe you had 10 hobbies on the go at the same time. But maybe at the same time as all of that, your, your mum was working extra hard to make sure that you could do all the things that you were meant to do, but, but you didn't see her because she was working so hard and she never came to see you. She never came to watch you. And in that moment, you believed that no matter what you did, you would never be enough. No matter what you did, all these different things, you'd never be enough because mum wouldn't come and see you. And as we know, it might not have been that mum didn't want to come and see you, it's just that she was so busy, she, she was working all the time to support you through school. But we don't see that at the time, we don't appreciate that at the time because we don't really understand. We just know that mum and dad aren't around and that makes us feel like we're not good enough or we're not worthy or whatever. So can you see that in that moment when your husband's coming in the kitchen asking you about dinner, you're being massively triggered, but you're being triggered and reminded of something that happened in your past. It's not your husband's fault in that moment, even if it feels like it is, even if you believe that he's not appreciating you, and it might well be that he's not actually thought this through, he's not actually thought the through, okay, my wife is doing lots of things at the same time, maybe I'll offer to make dinner. Maybe he's not thought about that because he's in a different headspace. And we're humans, we're messy, we are imperfect, hugely. So in that moment, he's not thought it through and you've created this experience. But you've had a row and now you're not speaking to each other and now it's uncomfortable, now the kids are crying and it's made everything much worse. So we all have our own stories going on, especially in relationships. And what you need to remember is that your partner is acting as your mirror. This is Relationship Basics 101, is that your partner is your mirror. And your partner reflects back to you the parts of yourself that you have not yet healed, dealt with, faced. That is what happens, psychologically speaking. So relationships are intense. And right now, they are a hundred times more intense because there's no respite. There's no downtime. You, you are literally in each other's way the whole time. There's a great book that I'm going to recommend at this point for those of you who are nodding your heads and just at your wit's end maybe already. And the book is called Love Yourself and It Doesn't Matter Who You Marry. And it's by an author called Eva. Now, I'm going to Google the author's full name and pop it in the show notes. reason I haven't done it is because it just popped into my head as something to recommend to you. So I will pop it in the show notes. Love Yourself and It Doesn't Matter Who You Marry by a German author called Eva, first name. It's really good. It's one of the best relationship books that I've ever read. And I read it very early on in my current relationship. And it helped me so much to understand what was actually going on. So right now, you might be feeling a lot of pressure in your relationship. However, it's a perfect time to do the work. So first things first, you have to become aware of your triggers. 
what triggers you. Make a list of what triggers you and get really, really aware so that you can't not see them happening and you can't not see what's going on for what it is. Have a little think as you're making your list. Is it situations where you feel unloved or forgotten about potentially? Or is it about you feeling rejected or worrying about being rejected, which was totally me back in the day? Or is it about you worrying about not being good enough or feeling not good enough? Like what are the themes that are coming out and what are the situations that trigger you? And make a big list, list them all out. Like get super conscious of what it is that is triggering you. So let's revert back to the example of husband and wife in kitchen. Wife juggling 10 times and of 10 things at the same time, a husband not having an awareness of what's going on. So to work on this then, and believe me, you wanna work on this because otherwise it's just gonna keep provoking you over and over and over again. So you do wanna do something about it because it's gonna be painful, it's tiring when you feel emotionally triggered, you get exhausted and you don't need anything else exhausting you. So something that works really, really well when I'm feeling triggered is to take a bit of time out away from what's triggering me and do a small, short, guided visualization. So sit in a comfortable space, maybe on your bed, propped up by pillows, as if you're gonna meditate. And if you don't meditate, that's cool, but just find a comfy spot. And then what you wanna do is close your eyes and you wanna take some really big, deep breaths into the body. And you wanna relax your shoulders and you wanna relax yourself. This works really well, by the way. And then when you're relaxed, you want to with your eyes closed, you wanna imagine a chair or a seat opposite you. And you wanna imagine that person that triggers you coming to sit on that seat or chair opposite you. And you wanna witness what's going on in your body as you visualize that person sitting opposite you. Do you feel tense in the body? Do you feel nervous or do you feel frustrated? What is it that you're feeling? And just breathe into whatever's there. Breathe in and out. Inhale into it and exhale it out. And then you wanna to connect to that person and you wanna see that person. You might wanna see that person as a child actually. And as you see that person as a child, connect. And maybe say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Or if you can't say that and you can't get the words out, maybe send love to that person, even if they annoy you. Or if that's a step too far, maybe say thank you so much for triggering me in this moment. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Connect to that person sitting opposite you in the guided visualization and work with this until you feel relaxed. So why would you say that you're grateful? Well, when you say that you're grateful to something, it eases the tension around it. And the reason you'd say that you're grateful is because in this moment you're being triggered and you're able to see something that you wouldn't have seen before without that other person triggering you. And remember what I said about the person being a mirror. 
So it's not about the person, they're not intentionally doing it. They are merely reflecting back to you part of yourself that you haven't addressed yet. So the part that feels not good enough, the part that's worried about being rejected, etc. So you want to be thankful because it's bringing this up to the surface for you to look at. Another thing that works really well is communicating effectively. So if it is your partner, you might want to say, hey, can we take five minutes and sit down tonight? I just want to share something and I want to do it in a really calm way and I want us to work through this together. And then when you sit down with your partner, you might just say, hey, this is an intense time and I know that you feel that too. And I'm feeling a bit triggered right now and it's not always about you, but I'm just feeling triggered. So if I yell at you, I really don't mean it, but you know, you've got to understand that I'm juggling all these things at the same time and that's hard and I feel pressure. I feel pressure to be a good mum, pressure to be a good wife or husband. I feel pressure right now. So I'd just love for you to understand that. And whenever you communicate in that way and get it off your chest or out of your head, you're going to instantly feel better. Chances are he'll then realise or she'll then realise exactly what's been going on and then you can find a solution together. But if you don't communicate this or you're not willing to communicate this and expect your partner to guess, it's not really fair because people cannot read minds, even though that does happen sometimes. But majority of people aren't mind readers, so just have an awareness of that. The other thing I say a lot is I accept what I can't accept right now. So I accept that I feel triggered and I accept that I can't accept that you're triggering me because it's uncomfortable and I don't understand why you don't understand why I'm triggered. However, I'm willing to accept what I can't accept. I'm willing to accept what I can't accept. Simply saying those words are really powerful words and they again will restore flow and movement to any parts of you where you feel tense. And it's good to just allow that energy to move through without getting stuck with it or fixated on it. Okay, so I'm hoping that those three things helped you. I think that they will, if anything, just ease the tension that's going on around you right now, ease the tension. But look, everyone is in the same situation. I mean, obviously we're different because we have different things going on in our environments right now. But the common theme is that we're all together in this lockdown situation. So people will understand that there are lots of things that are triggering us all at the moment and that's okay. So I'm sending you lots of love and strength to keep rising. And uh, please, please share this episode with everybody that you know feels triggered right now. Maybe someone's going through a breakup or a really messy relationship story or just general triggers that are going on. It's, it's just really helpful to move through some of the triggers using these tools, okay? There's lots more about feeling triggered on my Instagram feed as well. So you can head over to Instagram at Jodie Shield and check it out there. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode of Be Electric. You can follow me on social media at Jodie Shield. And if this is the first time listening, then please do subscribe via your favorite podcast service and, and do leave me a review because I want to know how I can keep improving the content that I'm creating. And 
give you inspiration and motivation and uh, lots of tools and wisdom to allow you to make the most of this time. Big love and I will see you next week with another inspiring guest.